Welcome everyone. Happy holidays. This is Virginia Parsons, your hangout mentor and the host of the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. And if I got a fun show for you, I'm back on my bouncy ball and this is a time to have a little fun and to let go of some of the stress and the overwhelm that seems to encompass so much of the holidays for so many of us. So I'm going to start with everyone just saying, let's take a deep breath. I hope you're smelling the evergreen or whatever is cooking in the kitchen in the air and enjoying this time of year and just making a decision in your own mind that this is a great time of year to just relax and enjoy everything that offers and provides for us. So I'm thrilled you're here. I'm thrilled that you're taking the time to just shift into a whole new perspective about stress and overwhelm and the fun that the holidays can offer to all of us. So thank you for being here today especially. And I just want to remind you that this whole show is my intention is to provide you, the viewer, with a gold mine of entrepreneurial tips, strategies, and advice to grow your business from inspirational business women in the know. And we have a wonderful one here today who is going to share some great shifting ideas with you. I know many of you already know who she is, and in a moment I'll bring her on live, but I gotta go do my shtick first, so hang in there. Today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com and this is a place where you can receive a free hangout marketing assessment that's going to measure your skill sets and your knowledge base in using hangouts on air so that you can brand and grow and market your business to new heights of success and all you need to do to take advantage of that is to text the word success s-u-c-c-e-s-s -S -S, to area code 307 269-2040 or you can go straight to hangout-marketing.com and take the assessment. It'll only take you a couple of minutes and you might even qualify for a free strategy session with me where we will go over your business and how you can use Hangouts to brand and market your business and reach new heights of success. Okay, so let's get started with our guest. I want to give you a little introduction to her. Her name is Elaine Nieberding. And she is the head of the Holy Shift Show and the Chief Laughter Officer. You're going to have so much fun with her today because she's really going to show you how you can make a simple shift to reduce your stress and overwhelm. Not only this time of year, but any time of year or any time in your life when things suddenly come at you and you feel in overwhelm mode. She's going to really give you some great strategies. One is called the Simple Shift Technique and how you can give a yes to taking and making that simple shift. She's also going to talk a little bit about the winter solstice and, and heart math and how you can really take advantage of your own body's ability to smile and breathe in love and lighthearted joy. And then we're also going to talk about enjoying yourself with self-care. How you can brighten your day with laughter and play and take yourself to a whole new energetic vibration. So I am thrilled to welcome Elaine to the show. Elaine, come on and say hi to our audience. I'm saying hello to you from Bel Air, Maryland. I spell that M-E-R-R-Y-L-A-N-D. I know some of you have heard me say that before, but I think it's kind of funny myself, and ho, ho, ho! Merry ho, ho, Christmas, ho. Happy New Year, Happy Solstice, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holy Days. That's what we're in right now. 
Absolutely. And, and you know, it's just the time of year when I really feel like when I asked you, Elaine, if you would come on the show for us on this particular date, I thought, oh, it's an, it's an overwhelming time of year. It's a time of year when people have so much going on. It's certainly a joyful time of year. But it seems that with our commercialism this time of year that sometimes people get detached or out of sync with what it's all really about. And I, I think of the Christmas Carol, joy to the world. And that's what it's about. It's about celebrating that part of yourself that is really connected to, I call it a higher source, but every different religion has a different name for it. And so I thought, why not have you be with us today to share some of your incredible strategies? You know, um, Elaine, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got to be known as the Chief Laugh Officer and uh, a little bit about your background in nursing. I think people will be interested in that. Okay. Well, first of all, Chief Laughter Officer, you know, when you get online and you're greeting people, you have to come up with something clever and maybe memorable, you know. Um, so I'm not the Chief Executive Officer. It's just more fun for me to call myself the Chief Laughter Officer officer and I would like to encourage everyone out there especially those who see themselves as leaders to say yeah I could give myself that title too I can empower myself to bring more uh, laughter and levity and play into my human relationships into my business endeavors and into my self-care so a little bit about my background um, it occurred to me last night when I was thinking about my journey through all my jobs, my uh, college education actually prepared me to work in the early childhood education field. And so my first work was with young children, preschoolers. And the, the model for setting up learning environments for young kids was learning through play. And I really got to see firsthand the the natural vibrancy of youth how it just wants to be in the present moment with its experience exploring media seeing you know how blocks build towers and walls and um, and exploring all kinds of things through play um, little did I know that so much later in my life um, this focus about connecting with our own inner child, this uh, and resuming and cultivating our capacity to play would really surface again in my life. So my early years were in early childhood. Um, then during uh, the 1980s, I got married. I raised a family out of Mary Kay business, and then I got into working in um, in. Uh, organizations that serve people with developmental disabilities and chronic mental illness. From there, in about the mid-90s, then in ways that I could not have explained, uh, Reiki blew into my life. And so for about eight years, very actively, I was a practitioner and teacher of the Yasui method of natural healing, which good number of people nowadays actually know about. It's become a well-known natural healing and relaxation modality. And it was in the context of practicing and teaching Reiki that I came to extend care for one of my own um, family members 
who was uh, tragically diagnosed with advanced stage lung cancer. And I came to care for her uh, using energy medicine and uh, guided imagery. And, um, and she did pass away. But in that experience, I learned so much about my capacity to be with uh, in circumstances where there was a lot of drama going on and I didn't get tired and I was looking at how my own business you know as a holistic practitioner was going I wasn't making much money and I was also going through menopause and I was finding I needed a job that had me physically be much more grounded in my body and more active and I woke up one morning thinking maybe I should go back to school for nursing well, my husband loved the idea because, you know, nurses are trusted and nurses always can get work. <laughs> um, and so I went back to school at age 50 and, uh, you know, after a couple years, uh, you know, got a second degree and this one was in nursing. And I went then into work in uh, bedside hospital nursing, uh, eventually working in oncology. And uh, because I did discover there actually was a uh, nursing specialty called holistic nursing that I took additional training uh, so that I could earn the credential. And as it turned out, there was so much of that training that I really already knew and was embodying. So um, I worked in bedside nursing until December of last year. and. Uh, my own parents are still alive at 95 and 96, and I made the decision what a blessing. to leave bedside nursing, give more time really for my, um, my real drive to want to help people um, experience more health and wellness and touch into their, you know, their core self. I'll call it their yes self you know the one of their expressive spirit and um, that core that wants us to be excellent in the way we serve and connect with other people and so now I'm getting to have a life where uh, I'm using the internet with uh, Google Hangouts and um, and serve and share my gifts and my passions in that way and still have the flexibility to uh, extend love and care and support for my parents. So that's where I'm at. It's it's a good place. I have my challenging days where, boy, I gotta remember my own medicine. Um, but these are perfect times for us to be alive in, or each of us would not be here. Oh perfectly put and I want to thank all of you that are here today because I know that your time is valuable so thanks for stopping by and joining us um, I'd love to introduce also and acknowledge Robin Holland who is here today and she's serving as a wrangler for us so Robin come on in and say hi and let us know who's hanging out with us would you please Yes, hi. I am um, I'm pleased to say we have Dave Pipe here from Sussex and Lynn Sanders from the Chicago area and William Rock and Deborah Rock and I've got to see if we have more. Just getting caught up with this. Yeah, that's that's what's happening and uh, so it's going to be a great show. We've got great people here. 
Terrific. Thank you so much for keeping track of all this. You know, when you do a show as um, all of us, Robin and Elaine and I are all doing shows now, you have to understand there's a lot of things going on at once. <laughs> and this technology it can be great fun and you can just relax and enjoy it knowing nothing has to be perfect. We're not going to worry about perfection here. We're going to worry about having a good time and making a little shift. And so Elaine's going to help us with that. You know, Elaine, I'd like to know a little bit more about this topic you call laughter yoga. Uh, you are, uh, as I understand, certified in laughter yoga? Yeah, I, uh, in 2011, I happened to be watching CNN some Sunday morning, and I found this program on that was showing large groups of people gathering in a couple different cities around the world laughing. Like hundreds or thousands of people all laughing, following a laughter leader. I thought, what is this? And I found out it was World Laughter Day, and folks were um, celebrating World Laughter Day and the practice of laughter yoga and laughter wellness all together. Laughter yoga is... Um, is the practice of intentional laughter, laughter for the health of it, laughter without using jokes, humor, comedy. And I found this whole idea so much resonated with me, I thought, hmm, I want to get training in that. And I became a laughter yoga leader uh, with some specialized training. And not long after that, I actually got another level of training to become a laughter yoga teacher and was certified by the founder of Laughter Yoga, Dr. Madan Kataria. He started this practice in 1995, and now it's in um, 70 countries. There's something like um, 7,000 public laughter yoga clubs, and laughter yoga as a health practice is showing up in business settings, clinical settings, senior centers, schools. It's going everywhere because laughter is the universal human language and largely humankind has forgotten how to laugh so Dr. Katari even says it's time to dump seriousness so <laughs> I, I like that, that. well 7,000 laughter yoga centers around the world did you say or around this country no there's 7,000 public laughter clubs, clubs. Held around the world in all different countries and there are a couple different databases where you can say, like, find a laughter club. Um, in some places, they're free. In the West, they're, they largely operate on a donation or, you know, a pay-per-attendance thing, uh, just like if you go to a yoga class somewhere. Um, so they are everywhere, and it is indeed where a lot of people go to experience laughter yoga for the first time, um, but the schedules of laughter yoga clubs don't often meet with people's schedules. So now, like with things like Hangouts, I'm going to be extending the reach and the availability of people to experience and learn um, about this practice so they can learn it not only as a solo practice, but doing it with other people, with family, with friends, with coworkers. And what a, what a wonderful thing to do, to share laughter. There's nothing, to me, more bonding, as you said, a universal language in laughter. It, it crosses all language barriers, and, and it's infectious, isn't it? Would you, un, would you want to go into that a little bit more as, as to how these type of clubs can actually be infectious for each other as far as the benefits they receive? Well, the benefits are, you know, 
there's just a variety of health benefits, social benefits. But I want to pause for a minute because you, you were using the word contagious. Our bodies are actually wired with something that we call mirror neurons. And in the same way, if you see someone yawning, don't do that. <laughs> okay. Big X. I'm it's the big mirror, X <laughs> Virginia, it's the mirror neurons in your body that are triggering you to yawn. Well, the same mechanism of mirror neurons is what makes people who hear laughter being continuous triggers their own ability to laugh easier. And and this practice is something where you make a motion, a physicality of the body triggers a raft of physiological changes that then make you feel better. So when people do this practice, they they even say, "Fake it till you make it." Not everybody, you know, wakes up feeling great. In fact, in senior centers where people are aging or maybe they have chronic illnesses, they might say. I don't have anything to laugh about. Why would I want to do a laughter practice? Well, they start doing it, and the physicality of it, and because of the mirror neurons and the connection, social connection with other people while you're doing it, triggers these changes where they then say, oh my goodness, I can feel joy again. And it's not because I heard a joke. It's just because I've been willing to get a little playful and practice laughter. I love it. Hey Robin, what's going on out there with our viewers? Have they got some comments about this good stuff from Elaine? Oh yes, we are having, let me pin a few. We have um, William Rock who says, I cannot wait for your HOAs of fun, Elaine Nieberding. In a previous post he said that uh, he wasn't sure about this at the beginning, but having been introduced to it by you, he is loving laughter yoga. And uh, where are the other ones? Let's see. We have uh, Neil Brown is here and totally needs to laugh more. Um, okay. We have uh, Deborah Rock who's saying laughter releases so many wonderful endorphins. It really is contagious. And so uh, lots of resonance here with this this idea. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, let's get down to it. Elaine. <laughs> the first is a simple shifting technique. What is this word simple all about that we know but you've now taken it to a whole nother level? Yeah, well I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna get into another word first before I get into simple, okay? Because right now I'm in charge. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> okay. You know, this show is billed as how do you wanna beat your stress? You know, stress happens when things appear before us that we feel like we have no control over. And we may have thinking or beliefs in place that suggest I'm now vulnerable and I have to defend myself. So then we get emotionally reactive or we feel all contracted or nervous or whatever. Stressed. Look at this word stressed. If you reverse the letters. It's desserts. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Hungry. <laughs> so much about the work I do is about making a reversal, making a shift, reframing something. Okay? So when you are stressed, the first thing is you have to notice it. 
So please start your day, everybody, setting the intention. If I'm stressed, let me notice it so I can make a decision to shift out of it and respond in a more helpful, productive way. So you make the shift by giving it a yes. I'm willing to make a sh I'm willing to give a yes to make a shift. And if you rearrange the letters in a yes, they become easy. If you think, you know, you can give a yes to a lot of things, but if you think it's going to be hard or laborious, you may not be willing to develop it as a new practice or a habit. So, this is why laughter, yoga, laughter, wellness practices are so valuable. Because they actually are fun. You feel good while you're doing them. Or if you don't start feeling good while you're doing them and you're faking it, you do make it pretty quickly. Laughter, you don't have to buy at the store. It's free. It's simple. You were born with this as a child. About between a month and two months old, you started laughing naturally. And not because you were hearing jokes. This is what we want to regain. This natural joy of our human spirit that's in there. It's just been covered up with so much conditioned thinking. We've been taught not how to play, to get along in life, and to succeed. And we've lost a lot in of fullness and joy in our living. So now back to simple. Okay. Yeah. Let's make it simple. We're going to more frequently practicing. I got them. Give me a minute. Breathing. Smiling. Relaxing. And ha ha ha, where is it? laughing. But let's get back to simple. Look at... Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to simple. If you look closely, you will see that the letters in the word smile are in simple. Have you ever had a bad day where you were walking across the street and someone was just willing to make eye contact with you and smile and it just lit up your day? You know, if we just choose more often to breathe, smile as we're walking down the street during the day or doing anything during the day, we will boost the endorphin flow in our body. Now, how simple is that? So I tell you, smile. Now, back to breathe. Um, so many practices nowadays, meditative practices, exercise, yoga, they tell you become more conscious of your breathing. As Americans walking around and many Westerners, when we're breathing normally, we're using only about the top 25% of our lung capacity. Consequently, with the shallow breathing, the stale air never really gets expelled. So when you do conscious deep breathing 
or when you're laughing really hard. <laughs> you're getting out the stale air. That feels great. You do. You squeeze up from your diaphragm. You can feel that just pushing up and out. It does. That lower, it does. lower lung area that's so stale, just what you said. Now, also, think about it, Virginia and Robin. If you're having a hard cry, something is horrible, and you've just given your per yourself permission to really cry hard. You know what? You're going to have that same diaphragmatic movement. I mean, I could pretend to cry. <laughs> the same thing is happening. One of the reasons you feel better when you're having a hard cry, you're getting out the stale air too, as well as releasing stuck energy. Laughter releases stuck energy. Crying releases stuck energy. And deep breathing fully oxygenates our body, refreshes the brain, and the little cells in the body get nice and happy. So, now I want to shift into talking about the second topic. Absolutely. The heart okay. math idea. Okay. Um, before I got into Reiki, and before I got into nursing, I learned a focused breathing technique uh, that was being studied and taught worldwide in many different settings, business, um, colleges, military installations, because of its proven capability, called HeartMath. And their method essentially said, again, when you notice that you're stressed, you're being emotionally reactive, you know, and you're getting tense and tight. Decide to make a shift. Focus on your breathing and focus at it at the heart. Bring back to mind a good feeling about being loved or embraced or call back the imagery of a beautiful vacation setting or a place where you felt safe or nurtured. Bring that back that feeling and as you breathe in and out, just let that feeling well up in your heart. So that method, heart math, they had another name for it called the freeze frame technique where they would essentially say when you notice that um, you're bound up in your stress, they'd say stop the story. You know, and whatever you believe about the story of the drama going on and focus on your breathing. Wordplay again. Breathe. If you look at all the letters in the word breathe, you can make the word heart. You can make the words heartbeat. You can make the words breathe at the heart. You see, folks, how simple is this? Breathe, heart, smile, connect with others, laugh, practice laughing, even if you don't feel like anything funny is going on, and you will shift into the state where you're touching your goodness core.
I love that, Elaine. You know, one of the things I would add to that when you're talking about connecting with the heart is when your when your breath and the thought form, you know my background being a hypno coach for so many years, when you connect all those things together and direct the breath mentally in and out of the heart space, you can auto automatically expand it, especially if your thought forms are in an expansive, more positive, calm or nurtured or whatever the emotion is that you want to bring in to the body and the soul through the heart. Just direct the breath in and out of the heart center and that will expand it. So I just think that's that's a, just a beautiful technique in and of itself. And as you said, what, takes a couple minutes? Yeah, just, 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 just a couple minutes and, and again like everything else. Many of these practices, if you sustain them longer periods of time, you may feel um, a more expansive benefit. But if you bring in it, if you only have a few minutes and you bring the intention to the activity, I am doing this to make a healing shift. Because I want to be a healing and helping presence in the world. You do. Now, the interesting thing about the heart math work, it's been studied. And they really see when people practice this method, it shifts um, a number of physiological measures, including one that's called heart rate variability. And the heart rate variability relates to the evenness of heart rhythms. When you start practicing this, the heart rhythms smooth out. When the heart rhythms smooth out, they then entrain the electro the electrical activity of the brain. The heart and brain come into coherent sync and it creates an energetic field around the body which then actually affects the field and the vibratory capacity of other people around. Most everybody's been around someone who seems so balanced, so centered, and so loving. They just say, oh, when I'm around you, I just feel so good. Well. There are energetic things going on that are impacting the field and even shifting some of their own energetic dynamics. And so it's so interesting how science is now uh, measuring things that we see valuable, you know, perhaps from a cultural perspective or a religious or spiritual perspective. Beautiful. I'm, I just, I really get it because there's also people that you have been around, I'm sure we've all experienced, that you don't feel so good being around because their energetics are definitely a downer rather than an upper. So I think we all can just pause for a moment and realize that we really, just by shifting our own way of feeling, thinking, and being, ha can have a positive or negative impact on all those people who are around us. And now we've got Hangouts, and I think it still reflects right through Hangouts. So technology, even though you may not be in the same room with someone, technology gives you the, op the possibility of positively impacting other people's lives. And I know, Elaine, that's what you're doing with your show. I'm just so proud of you and what you've, you've taken on with your show, and I know you're positively impacting a whole lot of people. Let's take a moment and get into the enjoying self-care aspect of the show where people can get uh, a little 
lighthearted and joyful themselves. As a matter of fact, I'm going to put on my little Rudolph necklace and say <laughs> it's time to get light and joyful and a little playful. You know, I still am on my bouncing ball, which helps uh, <laughs> keep my energy going. As a matter of fact, I was showing uh, I was showing Robin earlier that I can. Uh, I can kill two birds with one stone here. Here we go. We'll get the exercise. I'm definitely eating a little bit more than I should be. <laughs> Virginia, I, I have to ask you. Have you ever fallen off that thing? No, I really haven't. I guess I'm fairly grown. <laughs> but I guess or, I'm a little carried away. And, do and you have a very good sense of balance, so that's great. <laughs> Well, I've been doing my own yoga for, I hate to reveal it, but 45 years now. I've practiced Hatha yoga. Never done the laughter yoga, but I think that, you know, all of these things are energetics and they affect the body, the mind, the soul, and the spirit in, you know, really wondrous ways. I love what you're doing in the laughter yoga department. And so let's share with people some simple techniques for shifting using the laughter yoga techniques okay. that you've got and how we can enjoy life more. So what I would like to remind everybody is that we are all worthy of experiencing and extending TLC. Now we all think of TLC often as tender loving care and certainly every one of us wants to feel loved, supported, nourished, comforted when we need comforting and if we let ourselves receive that both in outer ways and in inner ways through our spiritual practices our meditation we strength our capacity then to extend that TLC but the other you know words that I've attached to TLC are today's laughter care and that's something you can give to yourself either with an individual practice or with joining with some others to do some intentional laughter so um, <clears throat> on one of the hangouts which I will share with some of you folks or that you'll you'll see um, I often share with people a a morning routine that anybody can do to start their day off with laughter. You get out of bed, you say, ah, I want to start my day with TLC. You give yourself a stretch, take a deep breath in, do a long exhale out, and then the next time you do it, you say, okay, I'm going to warm up my laughter. It's been sleeping. And then on that next exhale, you're going to warm up your giggle. So I'm going to invite everybody to do that with me. Take a deep breath in, smile, and just go, ha, 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 
Ha 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 In laughter yoga, we often do this thing called very good, very good, yay, and we're just acknowledging that people are following along. So for all of you who are following along, very good, very good, yay. Okay, so let's say you, you did your morning stretch, and then you're on your way to the bathroom, and you pass the mirror, and you look at the mirror, and it's like, oh my god, it's my scarecrow hair. So you go... <laughs> <laughs> and if you're bald, well, then you laugh because you still don't have hair. <laughs> you might go into the bathroom, and then it's time to shower. So what do you do? You pretend you have laughter toiletries. This is intentional laughter, folks. <laughs> So you have to be a little goofy, and lest you think you're going to wake up people in the family or have everybody think you absolutely have lost your rocker, you can do any of these exercises as silent laughter. Okay? So as you're pretending you're using laughter soap and lathering and laughing a little differently each different place you lather, um, you can do it loudly. Ha 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 something really funny going on in the library or at a hospital or in church, you had to stifle your laughter. <laughs> Simple tip for everybody. If you ever need to give yourself a stress relief break, you're, let's say you're at work, go into the bathroom, close the door, and do the silent laughter. Look at yourself in the mirror. Do the silent laughter. Just pretending. And you know what? Uh, it, for me personally, I have found this exercise triggers my body's ability to just keep laughing more easily than anything else. So I just invite you to try it. You're getting back to being playful about self-care. Remember, you know, think about it. Many of the Silicon Valley companies, like Google, and they set up their work environments so people can play. They interact in different ways because the creative process is stimulated by play. So every bit of play that you start doing for your own self-care is going to spill on over and free you up to be more creative and playful in every, in every problem-solving arena of your life. 
if you get curious and set the intention. So I've got a question. Started every morning with TLC laughter care. You can do that. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. just that's fabulous. My my favorite, and I'd like everyone in the in the uh, of our viewers to just write down in the comment section how you're feeling. If you did some of these exercises with us, what's shifted for you? I'd like to hear about that because I can tell you, first of all, I like the silent laughter the best. It almost starts me into an hysterical type of laugh that, that in itself is infectious and contagious. Now, that's the first thing um, I've noticed. I've noticed my heart is fully expanded at this point, open and you know, feeling connection mm -hmm. with you and, and, and everyone in the audience. I also notice that the um, belly muscles are well engaged when you're doing that silent laughter. So uh, to me, that's one of the best techniques that I've ever, and I know I've done it in the past, but I've never paid attention yeah. to what happens when you do that silent laughter. So when some of you find a laughter club and attend a laughter yoga session, or maybe there will be one at your business or at a community gathering or even at a fundraiser or a conference uh, breakout session, um, when you are extending this laughing for 10 to 15 minutes you will get the maximal health benefits and if you're laughing hard if you're letting yourself laugh vigorously you will absolutely feel it in your diaphragm and your belly you will no doubt about it uh, we're, we're, I just lost one here from was it William Rock did you find it <laughs> um, Let's Almost see. fell out of his chair. Way to go, William. That's good. <laughs> go, William. <laughs> and tears. Yeah, tears is another thing. Um, actually, I remember when I was younger and hanging out with my buddies. I think this was junior high. We started laughing about something so hard that we, and it was three of us. It was that silly, but we all peed in our pants. We laughed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't mention yeah. that physiological possibility. But. You know, uh, Virginia, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because <clears throat> when I walk down the hallway in the retirement community there, where my parents live, on one of the doors of, of one of the residents' apartments, it says, I laughed so hard the tears ran down my leg. <laughs> <laughs> the exact same thing. Now, That's beautiful. Uh, you know what? <clears throat> my wordplay muses ringing their bells really hard tears rearrange tears and you get a rest so if you're laughing so hard that the tears are running down your leg or if you're giving yourself permission to cry to make an energetic shift you will come back to a place of rest or balance or open again to the peace which is our birthright to experience. But we have to get curious enough to say, can I find it? Can I open up the door? Recently I've been having some conversations with people about the experience of abundance. And, you know, there are so many books out there, the keys to abundance or the keys to this or that. When it really comes to our well-being, I truly believe the divine is expressing the door is right there. It's fully open and in fact the doors have been removed from the hinges. 
step right on up and receive the love, the support, the peace, and the joy that is your birthright. And at this time of year, that's what we're nudged and encouraged to do a little bit more. And so for some people, it will start with that willingness to say, okay, I'll lighten up a little bit. I will play a little more. And if you can start it at the end of the year and weave it with TLC into the new year, everyone will be blessed. Oh, Elaine, that is such a beautiful way to bring a close to this discussion. Now, <laughs> we are going to have some more fun in the after show. So Robin's oh, going good. to go ahead and post in the after show link. Uh, I'm going to sign off for now, but I want you to know we're going to be taking one week off over the holidays. I'll start the show again the first Monday of January, and we're going to be doing something a little different. Then we're going to be talking about putting the heart of yourself into your business. I know you're going to want to take part in that as well in a couple weeks. In the meantime, I want to thank Elaine. I want to thank Robin. And I want to thank all of you for being here and participating and giving yourself permission to be playful with these exercises that Elaine has shared with us. And understand and remember, it's a simple shift you can make. And when you make that shift, think of all the other people's lives that you can positively impact. So pay attention to how you're feeling and make a simple shift whenever you need to so that you feel better and so that you help spread that energy to the rest of the world. Hey, Virginia. for being here. And, yeah. Virginia. Yes, go ahead, Elaine. Yes. We do have a gift for people. And oh, yes. I you. thought that it was up here. So, um, and it didn't get saved the way I thought. What I would like to invite people to do is to <clears throat> send me an email to, I'm going to type it up, yes laugh, yes laugh at gmail.com. Hold on, I'm going to put it on up. Yeah, we'll post it in the comment section as well. And um, they can either send me an email or look in the comment stream for uh, how another link that you can go to to uh, sign up to be on my mailing list and notifications list. And you'll get uh, a video and some and a and a brief ebook from me about making these simple shifts with TLC in the new year. Thank you. I'm sorry, I almost forgot that. I just got so carried away with feeling good everywhere. <laughs> anyway, yes, we'll post that in the comment section. And in the meantime, um, we're going to post. Have you got that in, Robin? I didn't get a chance. Yes. To got the link posted. Come yes. join us in the after show for a little fun and frivolity. And I wish you all the most blessed holiday, no matter what your religion is. Please be blessed and enjoy life and enjoy yourself. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. <laughs>